And just like that, bam, we are on. Took a little a longer, a little weird weirdness going on this morning, but that, you know, that does not stop us. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday Mindset. This is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss Lady Canada Live with two sisters. And good morning, everyone. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva. And there's something really fluky going on with the Wi-Fi. So if we go in and out, just know that we are here and there's nothing we can do about it. So we're going to dive right on into Mindset Monday. And I just want to say, um, obviously, we hope we all had um, Valentine's Day. And I just have to give a big shout out. There's some, <clears throat> excuse me, somebody very special in my life. And I've always said to this young gentleman how proud I am of him. And I am very proud of him to this day. And I always said to him as well that, you know, maybe I should stop calling him a cert certain um, name that I call him. But I just can't, just can't do it. So anyways, I want to wish my nephew, Michael John, a.k.a. Sweet Pea, a very happy, happy birthday. I love you. Hope you enjoy your That's so sweet of you. I will definitely let him know. Uh, sometimes he jumps on, sometimes he doesn't. You know, he's he uh, is very supportive of what we do, and he absolutely loves his auntie, and you've always supported him, and he so appreciates that. And uh, yeah, you know, you wake up and you realize, well, you have a, a son that's 38 years old, 38 years, you know, where did it kind of go? And it's so funny. The one positive thing I absolutely love about Facebook is the memories that pop up. So it's so funny because we always frequently talk about when you're setting goals with your mindset, big things coming up, birthday celebrations, weddings, uh, vacations, anything that you're working towards those healthy goals towards. And when you put them down on paper and you set those goals, and then as you start to reach pivotal moments of the stepping stones of those goals, go back and reflect. And the one beautiful thing about Facebook, probably the, the most beautiful thing about, about it is you can do that very easily. So frequently I will go on memories and review where I was that day a year ago that, you know, and it, so it's kind of cool that way. So one of the memories that came up happened to be with Mike. And then another one happened to be because our, our dearest best friends from New Hampshire are visiting was our pool construction. And, you know, she's an excellent, Liz, shout out to Liz Lyman, excellent, excellent seamstress. And she had helped with all the drapes in our home. So they were here last year and we did like a before and after, you know, of the pool from a year ago to where it was just the shell. They were just getting ready to actually pour the gunite or the, the concrete. I think, yeah, the concrete goes first, the gunite is the last thing. And then where we are today. And we, one of the funniest things we thought about was, this is like, I think our third Valentine's Day that we've celebrated together. And, you know, the quirks of, you know, as you, you know, into that relationship years and years and how you celebrate it. So last year it was funny, the different things that were going on. But this year we decided well, we're just going to keep things simple. So when each spouse presented their card yesterday morning, we were cracking up because the two cards that the men gave 
us were very similar. And the two cards that Liz and I got for, for John and Jackie were very similar. And what I mean by similar, because obviously Valentine's, you're going to have the hearts on it and whatnot. But it was, there's so many different color schemes. There's reds, there's pinks, there's purples. Um, but the new color that was really, that I noticed a lot of was a lot of the dark, dark chocolate looking cards with some subtle, you know, hearts and, and arrows and that kind of thing. So we had gotten them darker cards and they had gotten us the pinker cards. We lined them up and we took a picture. We thought, you know, a year ago we were doing this and now a year ago we're, you know, now we got these similar cards, which were bought in two different states, I might add. So it wasn't like they all went out together. We all went out together to get cards. So I thought that was really cool, but it really was, a it's a testimony of time. So when you wake up and you realize, wow, you've got, you know, a 38 year old child, uh, yes, he's an adult, but he's always going to be our son, our child. And you think, well, where did the where did those years go? And how that reflects in our health and wellness, where we see our lives going. That life is really short. So when you're on these journeys of transformation, these journeys of changing your mindset, your mindset also has to include the fact of how quickly time goes. And we're, we're on borrowed time. We are truly on borrowed time on this earth. And to make sure that you're fulfilling those goals and dreams that you want. And that has to start with mindset, a healthy mindset, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. You know, um, I just have to adjust the light here because I'm blinding myself, getting glaring options here. Mindset really is another basic foundation. I mean, we do practice what we preach, but I want to go back to that for a moment because sometimes you have you wake up and you, for instance, you decide, okay, I'm gonna I am going to have a great day regardless of how I feel, and I'm gonna do A through Z, but for some reason you start to do A and then L pops up and you know, all havoc breaks loose. And that's why it's really a great idea to practice what you preach. In other words, be mindful that things will pop up and it's okay to divert and maybe change things up a li little bit. Don't just segue yourself to uh, this is the way it's gonna be and you know i'm gonna have a crazy day because all hell is gonna break loose and i set out to do all this and it's not getting done take a deep breath and i would on that note as i'm looking over my shoulder and, and seeing um the wonderful pictures um of daddy and our mom and of course my son ryan scott that is his high school photo which was taken uh let's see he's a lot gonna, of years ago a lot of years ago so about 17 18 years ago but I also want to point out to our viewing um, listeners or our viewers, um, there's no voyage to the bottom of nowhere over there. I actually was going to comment that. I'm like, hmm, everything looks more neat and tidy. Uh, and the fact that where's the submarine? Did it sink? Did it go to, what, what was that show? The bottom of the, uh, voyage of the bottom of the sea or whatever that show was. Every time I look at that, that's what I would think about. Right. Yeah. So that's so funny. Where yes. does the uh, submarine float off to? <laughs> Sorry, Poppy. Sorry, Poppy. We put it over in your area. Oh, <laughs> that's where it is. Somewhere. He enjoys. He somewhere enjoys. over there. But 
he, enjoy, he enjoys those models. So that, that's actually a good spot for them. And yeah. what else is going on today? Today happens to be President's Day. Right. He did enjoy that. And he... we have a little delay going on. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're freezing up a little. Yeah, we are. It's yeah, a delay going on. We're getting some freezing stuff. So bear with us. Uh, what I was going to say was today is President's Day and how exciting uh, that is because for, for a lot of kids, they, they have it off. So for them, it's a holiday. So I'm going to say shout out to President Donald J. Trump, uh, my favorite president of all time in my lifetime. And I hope he's enjoying his day golfing, relaxing and embracing, you know, his new his new journey. And Jan is freezing up. <laughs> we got a little delay going on. I think we're freezing a little bit. Yeah, we're having a lot of freezing problems. Yeah. So did you hear me about President Trump? Yes, I heard little bits and pieces. Yeah, we're having a lot of bandwidth issues, and I'm not sure it's because we're having an ice storm here today. So that could be oh, you are a problem. So I didn't yeah. realize you were getting an yeah. ice storm. Are you going to get any snow with that? Yeah, we're supposed to have a little bit of snow and some ice. Uh, I think they are saying between, um, I don't know, three to six inches. Or I haven't looked at the latest uh, report. But yeah, it's supposed to be kind of a crappy few days here. Here, which could be part of the reason, you know, and, and thank God for different computers because, you know, we, we obviously have had a lot of issues going on today. So, yes, so President's Day, uh, always a great day to celebrate our presidents, as we all know. And, and I th think what you were saying too was, you know, obviously President Trump was acquitted. There is so much that I could say on that topic. But frankly, I am not going to say anything other than congratulations. And, you know, two times I would, you know, what I was cracking up about the whole thing was all the different memes that are out there, because when you are going through trying times and people, I think, I think we, the people, the, the citizens of the United States are a bulk of us. And I would say quite a few on both sides of the aisle are kind of tired of, of the, the nonstop political drama punching bag ring. So what they chose to do within celebration of that was, of course, with social media, you have all the memes that come out. So there were quite a few. And we were out at a really fun spot in Vero Beach called Waldo's, which is right on the beach. And there was a lot of Trump supporters there. And everyone was just cheering and raising their glasses. But then it was uh, getting to be kind of comical because people were like, almost, I think, imitating Muhammad Ali. Like, I'm the champ. I'm the champ. Acquitted two times. I'm the champ. And there was a lot of funny memes that came out on social media in celebration of Donald J. Trump's acquittal. And some people got a little indignant over that. And I said, well, you know, people need to have a little bit of fun, lighten up a little bit. The political ring 
gets a little cray cray. And the best thing for anyone in a stressful time, a, you know, maybe they're going through a hardship, they're angry, they're frustrated, they're exhausted from, you know, the energy that's coming out with social media and mainstream media, humor, humor brings is another avenue, another emotion that brings people together. It's great for your mindset. It helps you get through those trying times. And why not? Why not celebrate two times the champion of an acquittal? Well, the other thing, too, that I find really interesting about all these funny memes and, you know, there has been some songs that have come out and the creative process behind that, now, I, regardless of what I'm not talking about political parties of any none of that crap, but for people to come up with with this stuff. And one of my Facebook friends, like she was just pasting like i think like posting all day long these different things that she had found and i was cracking up and then of course i think i posted in the casella chit chat something that i had come across um that was along if you like pina coladas getting caught in the rain it, and all i'm just gonna say is if you like subpoenas and getting caught in ukraine <laughs> I what? oh my god that's hysterical I didn't, I must have missed that one. And you know what? And it brings, it brings laughter. It brings a sense of relief when you laugh, you know, especially those, you know, gut belly type laughs. It releases endorphins. It releases stress because for a lot of people that have really been a digital warrior regarding what's going on in our country, what's going on with our constitution interpretation of what, uh, you know, and, and kind of the sham name that this trial came up with, which was, it was a kangaroo court. People are just exhausted of this. They want to have our country in the best light. A lot of people are concerned that, you know, we're kind of like the laughing stocks of the world. And at the same time, they want to do their own due diligence to understand what's going on in our country and to be more mindful of who's in charge, what they're doing, what they're undoing, who's signing what, who's doing what. And, you know, at some point, laughter kind of helps heal that. So I don't see anything wrong in it. I think it was in, in, in very lighthearted in celebration. And, and so be it. I, I think it's awful that some people got like offended by it. Sense of humor, then you don't really have one. The other thing that was actually trending over the weekend was, I believe it is the daughter, or no, I believe it's the, maybe it's the granddaughter, I'm not sure which, of the Lombardi Trophy was having a heyday with uh, the goat, Tom Brady, passing from boat to boat in a pass, uh, the trophy, and that she thought it was disrespectful, that they weren't wearing masks, and again, brought it to another light. Like, you don't need to do that. It's people that work hard towards a goal, first of all, she has no say because they sold the company. They don't even own the company anymore. They sold it to the NFL. But the other piece to it is when someone w wins a trophy, they own it. So if they choose to toss it from, it's not a, a sense of disrespect. He chose to celebrate in the way that he wanted to celebrate, let his guard down a little bit and had a little fun. And a lot of people have come out against that. You know, where's the mask wearing? Because not everyone's on the hype of the double mask or the triple mask. You know, I always say, I, I, to the point now, like if you choose to wear a mask and you want to double it up or triple up and that makes you feel good, go for it. 
but I've never um, told someone you shouldn't wear a mask. I always say do what's best for you, what you feel comfortable with. However, my stance is going to be different because I don't believe in wearing masks. Now, do I wear them on the airplane? Of course, I'm not going to be able to fly if I don't. So I'm not being ridiculous. There are certain stores that are very adamant about it. And I know when I'm going into a store, it's not going to kill me to put the mask on for a matter of a few minutes to pick up what I want at that particular store. And then there's other stores that don't enforce it because they understand that they're trying to be respectful and honor both kind of both sides of the opinion on that. So in those stores, I absolutely do not wear one. But I, I think it's all about mindset and also being respectful. Respect people that choose to wear them. You don't have to agree with it. I've never agreed with the mask. Now, in certain situations, if someone has a very compromised immune system, of course, common sense decision-making should be always at the forefront of how you're going to present yourself and or embrace what's going on in the world. But this whole tit for tat, oh, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the Super Bowl parade, you know, on the boats and then everyone's wearing masks, blah, 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 blah. It's their choice. You know, I think somehow with the way that government has gone, the shitty road that they've gone has really led people onto this path of, you know, you offended me and I want this apology. Just common sense people and being respectful, don't you think? Well, absolutely. And, you know, those people that have commented uh, specific on the go and what transpired, I, I stand behind the fact that they have their constitutional right to say that. I respect that. I applaud that. I don't agree with it. Okay. The other thing about masks, I encountered a situation and this drives me up the flippin' flippity wall. I was in an establishment. I don't really care for wearing masks, but I wear them because I respect the fact of what is going on in the world. And if I wanna go into a certain establishment and they required me, me to wear a mask, I will wear a mask. So I'm wearing a mask and of course you have to make sure your, your nose is covered. And it goes a little bit underneath my glasses because these are like way too big, I, I get it. Now I go up to the counter, there is a huge, and I mean huge, really big plastic barrier. So I'm wearing a mask. Now I can't, I literally cannot see because my glasses are fogged up. And of course they ask me what I want. So, but in order to do that, to see the board, I pull it down just a little bit so my glasses unfog. And, and what do you think the person said to me? You can't do that. You gotta put that over here. I said, excuse me, I think we're okay here. I cannot see the board to order. So I think we're okay. And it just brings me back to, that really irritates the crap out of me. I respect the fact that I am in this establishment and that I need to wear a mask. I could see if there wasn't this barrier there, but there was a barrier there. So now, when, you the say a barrier, when you say a barrier, I don't mean to interrupt you, but when you say a barrier, are you talking about like a smooth plexiglass or are you referring to um, 
because a lot of people will use a clear, sheer, or plasticky type, like shower curtain is the only way I can describe it. And with that, it's not really clear. It's kind of fuzzy. Plexiglass. Oh, so it was plexiglass. Okay. It was plexiglass and really a really good size. I mean, this establishment did a great job and we go there quite often. But the clerk mentality of fitting you into a box, I have, I have a big issue with that. And if you're a business owner out there, I would love to hear your thoughts on that because that just ticks me off. We want to support our local businesses. You're going to have, not that I'm elderly, but you're going to have people with some impairment impairments. Mine happens to be my eyesight and wearing the mask and not being able to see. Agree with that, and, and, and again, I, it goes back to just common sense. And if the clerk saw you taking it down, but you were like trying to read it, oh, are you having difficulty reading it? I can help you with that. Simple, simple little response of common sense in a respectful manner goes a long way. So while they're on one side of it, they in fact are not reading something as the customer on the other side is. And like you said, for those that are wearing glasses, a lot of times the, the mask wearing does impair the sight because it does fog up the glasses. You can't get around that. <clears throat> the other piece to it is, I just, I don't, I, even when I'm going into an area that you're not, I'm not getting in unless I have this mask on, I do not put it up over my nose. Now I know a lot of people say that. I cannot breathe with something like that. In addition, it is not good to breathe in your own bacteria. We all produce bacteria, good bacteria, bad bacteria. The reason why we have a nose and a mouth to exhale is we're exhaling out the toxins that are in our body. Now, obviously common sense, here we go again. If you are sneezing and you're coughing and you have cold-like symptoms, maybe you just shouldn't go out in public or then you wanna make sure that the mask in fact is covered. But if you are a healthy individual, there's no reason why you cannot keep it below your nose. So you're, you're still helping in that area, but you're also allowing yourself some, some fresh air and breathing in fresh air helps a lot with being, I, I consider it bound up. When I think of a mask, I think of a surgical procedure, sterile environment. When you're going to a store, it is not a sterile environment. When you're going to a drive-through, it is not a sterile environment. Your car is not even a sterile environment, okay? So wearing the mask is not going to do anything because it's proven that it helps in a sterile environment because that is a controlled temperature, controlled atmosphere, controlled room. The world is not controlled that way. So you cannot, there, you know, I've yet to believe that here we are over a year into this nonsense. We are not in a pandemic anymore, even though a lot of people throw that word out as if it's like changing their underwear. And the fact remains that there has been no scientific proof to this day, legit scientific proof, not, you know, Fauci's 
you know, change of tune. Yeah, yes, you got to wear a mask. No, you don't got to wear a mask. No, it doesn't work. Yes, you got to wear it. Now you wear, you got to wear two. No, you got to wear one. No, you none works. None of that garbage. I'm talking about real scientific evidence. And no one has yet to this day provided that. So until somebody does, I'm going to pick and choose when I wear the mask. And if someone feels the need to voice their opinion on that, I just kindly say, you know, you have your right to wear one. I'm not going up to you and saying, oh, you're only wearing one. You better wear two. Where's that third one? You know, I'm not going to do that because I respect that's their right. Just like it's my right that if it's a store that doesn't enforce it and or doesn't really require it, it is my choice not to wear one. And I think I think the point of respecting one's boundaries, one's space, has gotten a little out of hand. And I think people have to go back to common sense things. Natural, normal, common sense hygiene, washing your hands, taking precautions. And also there, there, there is a scientific fact about herd immunity. And I'm a firm believer in that, that you should be exposed to all different germs for your body in order to produce antibodies and or the herd immunity to help you get better if you do get it, that you're exposed to it. I do know I've heard probably the most this past week about people that are getting, are getting the vaccine. On the second shot, they're getting extremely ill. Uh, I know personally within my own family, our own family, that people are on their second shot and have gotten deathly ill. I'm also concerned because I did see an article and it went by social media so quick and it talked about the four month to 14 month timeframe of after getting the vaccine that people are gonna have some, could possibly have some issues. I don't know what it was in reference to. I'm gonna see if I can investigate that a little bit more, but that was alarming. So someone did ask me uh, actually over this weekend, because we have neighbors that have received the vaccine and have asked me, are you gonna get it? And for me personally, my decision is no. I, I'm not, first of all, if anyone that knows me knows I'm a lousy patient, like I need uh, something liquid to calm me down before I'm even going to have the shot, guys. I'm I'm just I'm that kind of patient, I'm, and I and I freely let the medical staff know I'm not a good patient. I tense up, I get stressed, uh, I can feel like my heart's starting to race. I'm just not a shot person, never was. That's why I could never get a tattoo because that requires a needle. Couldn't do it. So I let you know the person that I'm dealing with let them know that I'm you know I apologize in advance. I'm just I'm not a good patient. So for that reason, first off, I wouldn't get it. But secondly, I'm not a, a, a vaccine. My, my decision on vaccines and different types of shots, I'm a little, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little weary about them. I've done some research on them. And again, it all goes back to, it's, it's so funny, like when you order a soda or you know a drink or you, you're buying items, like you get to see the ingredients. With a vaccine, you don't see the ingredients. Like, how do I know what's in there? I mean, verbatim, how do I really know what's in there? Now, that may be a little on the cray-cray side, and I freely admit that, but I don't see a list of ingredients. And or, if they do, it's things I can't even pronounce, so I'm not really sure if they're good for me or not good for me. So then I would have to do my research on it. So I just, I'm just, I've never been one to take a shot for various reasons, but I just, for me personally, I think the vaccine has not been explored enough. 
And that's my view on that. Well, obviously we've had uh, vaccines in our lifetime, especially when we were children. And I am not a big fan of that. And I will just say that Gary and I are not getting the vaccine for personal and medical reasons. Now, whenever I have ever gotten a shot, a vaccine type of a shot, and my latest shot was approximately two years ago where my doctor finally agreed it was a very good idea that I get the shingles shot because I've had shingles three times. And ironically enough, probably about two, two days later, I did not have an outbreak. However, I felt a little ill. Ill meaning like, I feel like a cold is coming on type of thing. And that's how my body reacts. So with that in mind, I go into a vaccine looking at obviously my medical history and the benefits of it is how I feel in 48 hours going to dictate how I feel about taking this vaccine. So I went into that shingles shot knowing that I'm probably not gonna feel too good in, in about 48 hours. Right. My clock, that's just the way my body works. So what are the benefits? What are the drawbacks of it? You know, I am getting close to that age where possibly I should think about getting it, but for personal reasons, medical reasons, not happening for me. It's not even, for me, it's not even necessarily about the side effects that you immediately get it. You would expect that because they're injecting you with antibodies or however they're doing it. For me, it's more about long-term. You know, are we going to find out five years from now something really horrible about it that they didn't know now? Was that intentional? Was it not intentional? So I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm just not a firm, I've never been a firm believer. Obviously, when I was a child, like we, when we were all children, you know, you get the, but I think back then things were a little bit different. So I think people now are understanding that, you know, with your health and wellness, your mindset and everything, it is your job to do your job and do due diligence, knowing what you're putting in your body. That's part of being accountable and responsible for your own self-worth, your own self-being, your own health and wealth, well, health and wellness. And I think a lot of people are now starting to believe and rightfully so that, Hey, you know, I'm going to ask more questions. I'm going to ask my doctor a little bit more about this. Does he advise me in, in what is his reasoning? And, or maybe can he tell me what's actually in this thing before I take it? And I think that's power to the people, the power of the voice that just like an attorney, just like a, a doctor, just like a pharmacist, we have the right to ask questions and we should, if we're not sure if it's a good fit, if we're not sure if it's good for a loved one, that maybe a loved one doesn't have that ability to speak out for themselves or is unable to, it's okay to ask questions. And I think at the end of the day, that anyone that is very postured in their position of what they're doing should never get indignant and say, hey, they're, they're trying to be more well abreast and being informed. We all need to be informed consumers. And that means not just about what you're buying and what's in that can. We have to be better consumers and advocates for ourselves when we go to the doctors or when we start to question these things and know that it's okay to question and yet you don't need permission from the doctor. 
some sadly there are people in any profession that get a certain amount of i'd say ego or you know they just think they're above being asked questions and if if you feel that if you're one of those people out there that oh gosh i can never ask my doctor question he would like bite my head off find a new doctor because you should never feel uncomfortable asking and being the advocate for yourself in your health and wellness don't you agree with that jan Yes, absolutely. It's always, always a good thing to ask questions. In fact, you know, one of my doctors will always take the time to sit down afterward. Now, this is um, a doctor. We know that doctors go from patient to patient to patient during the day. Hey, do you have any questions about what we chatted about? Anything that's come up that maybe you didn't, you know, you want further clarification on? So I applaud my doctor for doing that proactively that is so important and i and i'm sure that it puts many of his patients at ease that maybe want to ask a question but are just kind of shy by it you know the other thing to think about too is when you go in the grocery store and you're reading you know the back of a label something that you may want to buy and it just goes to show you that if you cannot pronounce the ingredients, you should not eat it. So kind of think about. Absolutely, Jan, when you think about it, you should be able to, if, if you're talking about a food item versus a chemical vaccination, a medical term, a medical um, prescription, I would expect that there's going to be names in there that are very difficult to pronounce, but reading a food label. Right. And, and listen, I just want to say, obviously I am not, you know, I'm a health coach, whatever, whatever. I am not a medical professional. Uh, so I don't know that there are like specific, specific ingredients, meaning monotriglyceride, whatever the term or whatever the ingredients may be. Maybe that is not something that they can provide because maybe it's just too, would be too overwhelming to the normal or average consumer. I get that out there. But having that specific conversation with your medical doctor really is key if you're on the fence. Again, I am not on the fence. I know that I am not getting the vaccine, but there may be somebody out there that has more questions about it that is in the, that specific age category that needs more clarification. Ask your physician, that is so important. And I just wanna throw it out there that I was introduced by Liz a new milk, you know, I, I, there's so many people that have uh, digestion issues and uh, lactose problems and dairy problems. Oat milk, I never even knew it existed. Oat milk, O-A-T, oat milk. And it is something that she bakes with. She uh, will put it in her coffee, her drinks, uh, lifestyle mix, whatever it may be. And it really has been great because it still has that creamy goodness of regular milk but it's oat milk i thought that was interesting so anybody that suffers from digestion digestion issues regarding dairy 
Uh, I know a lot of people use almond milk. I'm not a big fan of almond milk or coconut milk because it's too sweet. Oat milk is not like that. It's not sweet. So I think I'm going to try it. Not that I'm a big uh, milk user. I do it in recipes. I'm not a, like I, I don't drink a glass of milk. I just that's just not my thing because it does bother my stomach a little bit. So I'm going to try this oat milk. I'm pretty excited. That sounds awesome. I have tried oat milk and obviously because I have a gluten sensitivity, it's not a good thing for me, but I know a lot of people that swear by it and, you know, who knows, you know, give it a try, maybe, you know, replace it with your, you know, put it in your cereal in the morning, however you use it. Liz, you said, puts it in, you know, for her cream, for her coffee. I mean, you know, you would use it normally as you would for, for, um, regular I'm gonna check vitamin. I'm gonna check the label because I could have sworn it said gluten free. Not the one that I saw, but maybe yeah. Check. I would be interested to yeah to see that. I know she she cooks a lot gluten free as well, and I think she has the sensitivity like you and I. That's I gotta double check that. I'll, I'll ask her about that. I gotta look at the label. Yeah, see, so I gotta do some label research today, guys. So Monday Mindset, everyone, what are you going to do that's going to make you accountable to you? Seriously, think about that. How are you going to be accountable to you? And I hope on Valentine's Day that all of you said, I love you to yourself, looked in the mirror and did a little cheers. I love you. And I think that's something that should be embraced for Valentine's Day because there are a lot of people that don't have a significant other. They got themselves. They maybe got some fur babies, but they got themselves. And there's nothing wrong with saluting yourself and looking in the mirror, looking at your reflection, because what happens is when you learn to embrace and love who you are, that's when that overflow of love can go to somebody else. And it's such a good feeling. So I, I challenge everyone today to keep going with that Valentine spirit, but do it a little bit of twist. Look in the mirror and say, I love you. Just wonders for your mindset on this Monday Mindset. And with that, this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss Lady Canna, live from a gorgeous, gorgeous Vero Beach, Florida day with two sisters. Hey, and good morning, everyone. We hope you have a fantastic day. My name is Janice, a.k.a. Wellness Diva, and I just got a sleet alert. Yay! Freezing up here in the Northeast. You ha have a great, great day, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye, everyone. Take care.